Hi, I'm Dawn Damari, and this is another episode of the Teaspoon of Healing audio blog. So this audio blog is an audio version of my written blog, which you can find at teaspoonofhealing.com slash blog. And this is the audio version. It's like an audiobook, but shorter. It's for blog posts. And you can find these anywhere you get your podcasts, like Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and also on my website. This is all about fermented foods. This one is about the basics and the benefits, and in other posts in this series, I will talk about how to make your own kombucha, which I've been doing for several years, and other fermented foods. So first of all, a lot of you are probably familiar with fermented foods. They're very popular, and you may even make your own fermented food and drink. So what is fermentation? Well, fermentation is an ancient technique used to preserve food. It's been around for at least hundreds of years, and it's still used today to make food and drink that's very popular, you probably have heard of, like wine, cheese, yogurt, sauerkraut, kombucha, and tempeh, which is fermented soybeans. And fermented food and drink, they are full of beneficial bacteria and yeast. They are not harmful for us, and these are called probiotics. You've probably heard of probiotics. You can take these in supplement form. You can find them at health food stores and online. I take probiotics as well. Fermented food also has probiotics in them. And what's so great about it is there's you can get different strains of probiotics and they also taste great. So it's super fun to make as well. So during the process of fermentation, bacteria and yeast convert carbohydrates in our food and that's gonna be like sugars and starches into acids or alcohols, which are natural preservatives. So again, popular fermented foods are kombucha, yogurt, kefir, which is fermented milk, cheese, sauerkraut, kimchi, miso, tempeh, wine, ciders, sourdough or sprouted bread, and there's a lot more, fermented hot sauce, soy sauces. There's an endless list of fermented foods. And they are very tasty, but they also have several health benefits. And scientists and researchers are just now beginning to scratch the surface about the health-boosting properties of fermented foods and probiotics. Now, I wanted to mention before I continue about the health benefits, I did mention some alcoholic beverages like wine, beer, cider, etc. I'm not saying to just go out and get drunk. <laughs> That's not what this podcast is about. If you choose to consume alcohol, you know, that's your choice and do it in moderation. But I'm mainly talking about, you know, kombuchas, sauerkraut, kimchi, things like this in this podcast. But fermented foods also do include many alcoholic beverages. So what are these benefits? Well, one of them is improved digestion. Again, when you ferment foods, you get a bacteria and sometimes you get yeast called probiotics. And these are very beneficial for us. These little critters, they live in our intestines and they produce, they basically balance out the good flora of our gut microbiome. And again, they're called probiotics and they can really help with digestive issues. So this could be bloating. I suffer from bloating sometimes, or it could also be gas or irritable bowel disorder like IBS. Many studies have found that consuming fermented foods or probiotics may alleviate this and also the severity of other really unpleasant digestive issues like constipation, diarrhea, gas, all these lovely things. Well, <laughs> it really does help to consume fermented foods. 
So if you experience any digestive issues, consider consuming fermented foods. Again, check with your doctor before starting any new health regimen because there are some digestive issues that could be worsened by fermented foods. So again, please consult your doctor before starting. And go slowly at first, because your gut flora is going to change when you start consuming more probiotics. And there's a little bit of an adjustment time. You may get more bloated, and things might get worse before they get better. So just know that. And a little goes a very long way. If you eat too much fermented foods, I've done it, it can make the bloating worse. It can make digestive, upset, stomach aches. So you don't want to have too much. A little goes a long way. So just don't overdo it if you can. And many of us, actually most of us in our lives, have taken antibiotics. And those target harmful bacteria. And I don't know if you've noticed, but when you take antibiotics, it's well known that you will have digestive upset. And that's because the antibiotics, they're targeting some harmful bacteria that's causing a condition that's bothering us or hurting us. It also kills the good bacteria in our gut. So it's a really good idea when you're taking a course of antibiotics to take a probiotic. I actually am going to show for one of them here. I take Floristor whenever I take antibiotics. It's a yeast. It doesn't have to be refrigerated and it's, it's very strong. So you can take it along with your antibiotics because it's not going to affect a yeast. But another way to help your body when you are taking antibiotics is to eat fermented foods and to consume them a few hours after the antibiotic. So what else does fermentation do for us? Well, it breaks down our food and makes it easier to digest. So if you're someone, for example, who is lactose intolerant, that's me. I'm going to disclose that. I do have lactose intolerance. I've had that since I was a baby. So consuming a lot of dairy products, if you're lactose intolerant, you lack an enzyme that breaks down lactose. So you may have noticed, though, if you're lactose intolerant, that you can consume yogurt without too many side effects versus having milk. And that's because fermentation happened and it breaks down the lactose in the yogurt into simple sugars. So lactose is a more complex sugar and it breaks lactose down into a digestible sugar, two of them actually, galactose and glucose. Fermentation also breaks down anti-nutrients, which you can find in nuts and seeds, grains and beans. These are lectins and phytic acids. And these interfere with the absorption of our nutrients, of these nutrients in these foods. So for example, if you consume a fermented soybean, tempeh, you're going to be able to absorb more of those nutrients in the beans than if you were just eating straight soybeans. Also, fermented or sprouted grains have much more of their nutrients available for absorption. The soaking process that happens when you ferment grains, it removes the phytic acid from the grains. So what are fermented breads? sourdough or sprouted grains. Those can be found. I really like Ezekiel bread. That's a sprouted grain, manna bread. And please note that fermentation does not remove the gluten from the bread. So if you need to avoid gluten, you need to choose a gluten-free sprouted bread, like Sprouted for Life. There's a few other brands. Another benefit 
of fermented foods is for our immune system. Many fermented foods are high in vitamin C and zinc, and those are known immune boosters. There is some evidence also that consuming foods rich in probiotics can boost your immunity. One of these, there was a systematic review done of some studies that investigated the effect of probiotic consumption on upper respiratory tract infections, common colds in children. And again, I'm not talking about COVID here, just common colds in kids. And the systematic review showed that there was a 10% decrease in the incidence of upper respiratory infections in children that consume probiotics versus those who don't. So that's some promise there. Also, the mind-body connection, that's a, there's a lot of buzz about this. The gut is our second brain. In the past decade, there's been a lot of studies that have shown that there are some associations between the effects of probiotics and improved mental health, especially resilience to depression. But a lot more research needs to be done there. And again, scientists are just now discovering this, and it's super promising. So with all of the benefits of probiotics and fermented foods, they're probably great for everyone, right? And there's no risks at all and no side effects, right? Wrong. There are, of course, a lot of health benefits to them, but there are also side effects. Some people are more sensitive to probiotics than others, and you should really go slow. And some people cannot consume fermented foods at all. Again, check with your doctor. But again, if you're just beginning to eat fermented foods, take it slow, especially if you eat sauerkraut or kimchi. Those are fermented cabbage. Cabbage is always something that will cause bloating. So be careful. If you're eating a lot of sauerkraut, you're probably going to get gassy. So just take it slow with that. And if you're someone who is avoiding added sugars, just know that when you buy some fermented food and drink like kombucha, and yogurt, it might be high in added sugars. Make sure you check the labels. Some fermented drinks will have alcohol in them. If you need to avoid alcohol, be sure to check the labels. And if you are someone who does home fermenting and you're starting out with that, that's really awesome. Just make sure to use a well-researched recipe and follow all the guidelines for temperature mainly and for time. And a really big important note is to always sterilize your equipment. And I'll go over this in a future post. But if you don't do these things, you could actually have spoiled food and even unsafe food or drink that could make you really sick. So it's really important to be careful when you ferment your own food or drink. And again, you can do it yourself. I will have some guides about that. And you can also find them in supermarkets health food stores, and specialty stores. For example, I love GTS Kombucha. I'm just giving them a plug right now, a shameless plug. I love their kombucha. And I love Firefly Kitchen's kimchi, Ezekiel bread. There's just so many good, um, there are so many good brands of fermented foods in supermarkets. So I encourage you to check them out. And let me know what your favorite types of fermented foods are. You can get in touch with me on teaspoonofhealing.com and click on contact. And if you're looking for references and sources for the claims I've made in this audio, be sure to check out the blog post and you will find a list of credible sources for everything I've said here. 
So again, I hope you have a fabulous day and thank you so much for listening.